The Mr. B.S. Show? What fresh hell is this? What? Do these imbeciles think I'm some lowly party clown pulling endless handkerchiefs from my jock for their bloody amusement? Um, the check just cleared. Shit, it did. <laughs> well, that certainly changes things. <clears throat> Hello, dear listeners. I am your resident clown prince of crime, here to welcome you to the Mr. B.S. Show podcast. If you dig your time here, consider following these gents on Twitter, at Matt Siebert, at Midnight Smoke One, or together at the Mr. B.S. Show. Please do enjoy your day. Now you're sure it cleared, right? Augie, you, Augie, you are not allowed to slough it up tonight, dude. I know. <laughs> we need you talkative. Talky to. I'll try not to yell at you this time. Yeah. <laughs> it was Unless funny. you're quiet, and then we're going to yell at you. Yeah. Which will make you more quiet. <laughs> That's not. Yeah, this is counterproductive after all. Yeah. <laughs> I would just, wait, we didn't think this through. Okay, no, this is us thinking it through. We are doing good, guys. Good job. Yes. Hell See, yeah. we've thought before we acted. Holy fuck, down. Maybe it's instead of yelling at him to wake him up, we just ask him a question to get him engaged. There you go. Oh. Who's he engaged like to? See? Wait a minute, what? <laughs> Who's getting married? Never you... mind. No. Uh. Hey, this is Matt. This is Steve. This is Augie. Hey, it's Fez. Hey, you guys. I tried to explain to my daughter that it's perfectly normal to accidentally poop your pants sometimes. But she yeah. still keeps making fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome into this week's episode of the Mr. BS Show. We made it. Uh, we did make it. Yeah. Another week. Is. <laughs> Another week. <laughs> we did. Um, idiots for idiots. Whoa. Idioms for idiots. It's a sexy groove that gets your body moving. Yeah. (laughs) The fuck? He's just like idiom for idiots. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. Where's the segue? (laughs) That was it. That was. We got got ran over by the segue. Is what happened. I know. I've I've decided that we have a free and open space here for me to work in. We so. do, we do, we do it, and I was okay with that. I just thought it was very funny. Threw me off for a second. I was like, "Holy shit!" I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> good, then it worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're good at surprising. <laughs> uh, Augie, pick the first letter for the week, please. Don't pick one we've already done. Okay, I'll try not to. Let's try a B. Have you done? B. Have we done that one? He, he said B. B? Bravo. Oh, okay. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He said A, B, so I just wasn't oh, sure which one. Oh, Let's do, oh, I get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I, that's not nice. 
Um. <laughs> <laughs> fucking laughing at each other and shit. <laughs> just, just like, wow, we're not being nice to each other. Are, we're assholes. Vicious as hell. Bend over backwards. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, I know what that is. I've been bent over backwards this one time during this party where I used to drink a lot. Ooh, the next morning I was not feeling well, but I remember it. Was there a glass table there. involved? There possibly was. Yes, I love glass tables. Bend over backwards. We're aware. Bend over backwards is the professional terminology used in professional limboing. Oh shit! Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's, it's the proper sense. form is bend over backwards. Wow, dude! Like all that you seems know quite true, shit. quite accurate. Was limbo one of the, the phys ed agreements for college? I I wish. Uh, <laughs> could you bend over backwards in limbo? Um, now? No. No, back then, man, when you were spry. Back then, mm, probably still not. I've never been that spry. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Still had my limitations even back then. Yeah. Here <laughs> so, yeah. Even in the Boy Scout days? Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the Boy Scout days. <laughs> <laughs> no one bends well in the Boy Scout Yeah, the, no one bends well in the Boy Scout days. <laughs> Well, um, I mean, again, I'm not, I know I didn't tell the audience what the segment was, was about this week, right? but I am pretty sure you guys are aware, uh, that, you know, um, I got it right. We're not supposed to be giving literal definitions of the fucking idioms. You goofs. I pick Augie's. (laughs) Wait a minute. He got a point. God damn it. Wait, did I? Well, yeah. Augie definitely got all three points. Uh, to try to try so hard to avoid a mistake that you make the opposite mistake instead. Do the opposite of something that you know you should not do. That, so do wait, right that makes thing? no sense. Do the, do right the opposite of something that you know you should not do. Okay, so do so do the thing you shouldn't do. Got it. Okay. Do too much to avoid doing the wrong thing. Uh, also make a great effort or try very hard there's a lot of definitions to this. English yeah. hard. the last one i guess is i think is closest to obvious probably, probably yeah but i was waiting for you to mention limbo in the definitions and that would have like well that would have been all three points augie you only get two points oh okay two is, well, better, than two is better than none two, yeah. two is better than i was one. waiting for the limbo as well i thought it was in there yeah it's not my fault uh, Steve, pick a letter and make it good. Uh, let's go with H. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Nice. Nice. Yay, see, I did good today. I'm doing good. Nice. Try not to fail anymore as much. Okay, I said I didn't know if it was a good choice or not. Oh, okay. Oh. If not, we're going with E, so. <laughs> Nothing exists. <laughs> Try something else. <laughs> Wait. No, we're still in H. We have to see if it pans out. Oh, okay. That starts with a P. I base your judgments on whether or not it's a meritocracy, you know? That starts so did you pick a good letter or not? Oh. A meritocracy. That's a big ass fucking word I've never That's heard before today. No word. joke. I can't say I've ever heard that word before today. Yeah. Uh okay, a meritocracy is a governmental situation that bases <gasps> what you do on your power level within Merit. the government. Like, um uh, based on merit. Oh, I thought it was like a like a merriment, like it was all festivals and stuff. It's a no. government of festivals and fun and fun. No, I mean the the next closest thing I could have given you as an answer that would have been acceptable to not get slapped in the face would have been something about a government based on water 
and naval things. Uh, but no, not uh, festivals, that's you a moron. Fairy, not a merriment. It's a ferryment. Would have to do a whole a, That's yeah. maritime. Ferryment. Yeah, that's what water. You, what was the letter? I was going to say festival. Um, festival occupy. It was M, right? Aquacy. A meritocracy. A meritocracy. Meritocracy. That, that, it starts with an A, not an M. Oh, I thought we were looking for H. We are. Oh, we are. But we got the M. We haven't gotten there yet. How I we, have no idea how we even got on meritocracy. How did we get from B to M to H? Maritime law. I don't know. Maritime law. Um, this one seems appropriate. Okay. Uh, have one's head screwed on backwards. Oh, I thought shit. you were going to say this one. Sound. Uh, this one seems appropriate. Mm-hmm. High as fuck. <laughs> yeah. High as all get out. <laughs> hmm. Had my head screwed okay. on backwards. Having my head screwed on backwards. I mean, is, is it my I hate head? When that happens. <laughs> my I, head? <laughs> yeah, I do hate it when that happens too. Like, man, did you ever think like, have you ever seen like one of those like amateur like fucking chiropractors and shit, and they just had that person like relax, and they just fucking like spun it way too far? Oh yeah, and you just hear the crowd. Like the Exorcist and shit. Yeah. So. How how realistic is that that you could break someone's neck like that? Oh, mad easy. Oh, you could absolutely snap yeah. someone's oh, neck yeah. like that. It's like three pounds but, or some shit, or seven pounds. I don't know. Something. I mean, you 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 absolutely have to try for it. Well, yeah, yeah, I assume so. But yeah, or if they that, don't tense up, right? Right. <laughs> they just let it happen. But yeah, dude, good point. The Exorcist. So, like, when the priest was yeah. there, all, the like... Yeah, man, because, like, the priest is all, like, the power of Christ compels you and stuff. And that was, like, listen, dude, this is holy man. That shit was 360, yo. Yeah. 360, like, no scope. 360. It's how, it's how pro gamers get, like, uh, advantages on their competitive things. Their heads are screwed on. It's true. It's true. Yeah, they go get special <laughs> neck massages. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, we need to get those. Like owls. Owls? Owls, owls yeah. Owls. Yeah, I bet that's the definition is owls. Owls. It just says owls on it. Yeah. Fuck it. Oh, just <laughs> owls. <laughs> colon. <laughs> Head screwed on backwards. Definition. Owls. owls. <laughs> oh. See owls. What else has a yes. head? See what owls. El- what else yeah. has a head? What else has a head? Yeah, besides like penises. That's all I can think of right Mushrooms. now. Mushrooms. Which kind of look like penises. <laughs> <Temples>. <laughs> You can't screw a mushroom on backwards. Pimples, pimples. have heads. Pimple, pimples you can't have screw a pimple on backwards either. Yeah. How do we get the heads? Yeah. All right, we're done. So, uh, <laughs> having one's head screwed on yeah. backwards is a verb and That's phrase true. to lack common sense, behave in strange and irrational ways, also known as be named uh, Stephen Colsanti. Oh, that guy? I was yeah. going to say, see Mr. BS show. <laughs> see see uh, the people. Great job, guys. This. That was some amazing idiom work. Well, we're <laughs> Tuggins Tales. Yeah, Tuggins. Uh. And now it's time for Mr. McTuggins Tales. <laughs> Mr. McTuggins Tales is a segment where we tell stories. Uh, and do other things to entertain our show cat, Mr. McTuggins, and his close friend, uh, show mouse, Mr. McShow. And and if we entertain them enough, they leave us alone. Usually. Usually. Sometimes. Not all the time. Not all the time, though. Sometimes they no. just kind of blunder. They ha- they're everywhere, so mm. all the time. I hate that mouse. Especially in the pool room. Yep. Always show up. Always in the pool room. Scare the crap out of me. 
At least you're in the right place. Yeah, right. I like that. Uh, so this week, we decided to entertain them with a new old segment. We've done this before in the past. It's been a long time. You guys will know and see. Wait, you guys will know and see. Here? You guys know that we have been on this kick for nostalgia stuff. Anyway, shut up. I'm tired of all of you. I hear you sniggering in the back. It's not funny. I'm figuring it out on the fly as I go. We're bringing an old thing back again. It's called (gasps) Sea Shanty Translations. Oh, fuck yeah. What we're going to do is play a sea shanty. The boys are going to listen to it. When it's done playing. Translate it. See, it's it's just it's intuitive. It's that easy. This show, it's intuitive. All right. Anyway, I'm gonna shut up. What's that? Merit points. Merit points. Yes, you can have one merit point. Um. All right. So here we go with the sea shanty. Play it. All right, there's our sea shanty. Now we are going to let the boys try to translate that that song as best that they can. So 
because he is the oldest head on this ship. Steven, <laughs> you're going to go first. <laughs> my head's old. <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh, this bard is on is is a sailor bard, right? Like this is what he does. This is his job on the boat, and he's he's telling all his buddies, all his friends, to come and sing with him. Not just his friends, but also his quote unquote companions and their partners, right? So, um, he says, "Yo, everybody, come here, party with us. We're gonna sing like mad loud and stuff, and uh, we may never come back from this like crazy voyage and shit. So let's like go crazy." And then the company gave them an elf to have. So they said an elf for the for the com- from the company, right? So they got an elf, and this elf is like a sexy ass elf. And they're like, "Yeah, let's drink with the sexy elf, and then drink and be merry." And uh, what was the part? Elf's uh, name was Mary. Yeah, the elf's name was Mary, and they were drinking with her and stuff. And then she was like always smiling when she was on the bard's lap, right? Because she liked him the most, even though the company like paid for this elf for the whole crew, <laughs> like. The one dude, the bard's the only one like getting any, right? So, uh, and then he, he even he even starts gloating about it in this song because he's like, "Yeah, no other man's gonna be happier than me." Because check this shit out, I got the hot company elf on my lap, right? So then uh, they talk about more about how she works for the company and stuff, and then like his ship is like anchored, and he's like hoping he can get the port soon because he misses her a lot, and like uh, he he always uh, will always remember having sexy time with her, and then they go back into drinking and being married once they dock. It's not even remotely close, but good job. Fuck. So the company hired a prostitute elf named Mary. Yes. Apparently. And then uh, this was so widely known that everyone sang this. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's Augie. It's a real thing, dude. So what this is, is that this is actually a, a, a shanty steeped in uh, more mysticism and fantasy than anything else. But this is a, this is a tale about how two... Um, crews, different crews met. A uh, crew of humans and a crew of elves met at a mm. tavern, and a seaside tavern. And it was basically a jovial song of how they, even even in their differences, met, came together and shared a drink and merriment in a tavern. Uh, something that they may never do again. It kind of like, you know, passing ships in the sea in a way. <laughs> uh, so they spoke about how, you know, they regardless from there on in whenever they saw each other's colors like humans colors elves colors or whatever they were always friendly to each other because they remember the merriment they shared at that tavern oh shit nice yeah not again not not even remotely close but i love it uh very unique <laughs> and and creative i love it wait uh, so this game we're trying to get close yes uh, it doesn't matter. It's arbitrary. I decide each <laughs> each time we play the game what we're trying to do. Who knows? This time I, I want you to get close. I'm not just... getting anywhere near it. It's <laughs> fine. I'm not touching that. With I a heard a few bump. words here and there. I heard lift up your voices for sure. I did hear about the girl sitting on his knee, and that's what I'm not too sure about. See now the internet's angry at you because it's taking out your internet. See, it's really no, you're good. It it broke oh. up though for a minute. Oh, sure. It was just trying to fuck with you. Okay, so wonderful job. I love all of you. Those were excellent. <laughs> and, and given that we are talking about a sea shanty that was written in like 1750, uh, I think you guys did wonderful. Yay! Yeah. Thank you. Um, so the actual shanty is about. Uh, well, it was used 
as the uh, good luck song that you would sing just before leaving port. Uh, it was to bring. Yeah, it's to, to the whole company. The company they're talking about is usually your like your shipping company. So they're talking about partners mm-hmm. and all these other things. It's oh, okay. Both your shipmates and your partners and blah, blah, blah. So it's all of the people involved in your shipping industry. So whether that's um, whaling or um, merchant sailors or whatever. And then you're also talking about acknowledging the fact that this could be the last time any of us comes back because every time you go out on a ship could be your last. So we want to make sure that we uh, live up as much, much as we can tonight, drink up and be merry because this this could theoretically be our last time together, but it will surely be our last time together for several years because most of these trips took a year to two years. Damn. Fuck that. So where did the hooker elf come in? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was no hooker elf. I'm not actually sure oh. what you guys are hearing that is elf. Um, I didn't hear any. Uh, I didn't hear elf at all. But that's okay. Um, I heard because... a half. I heard half. Like yeah, heft. Like, like raised toast. Yeah, heft. Heft your glass. Something like uh, that. Yeah. Perhaps. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's the beauty of this segment: is everyone hears something different. Sometimes people it, hear the same it thing. Beautiful. It really is. Yay, it is uh, wonderful. So, like unicorns and rainbows, that segment. Ex- exactly. And on that note, we're going to go to break. Ooh, break. <laughs> Hi, I'm Eric Roberts, and you're listening to the Mr. BS Show. Good man or woman, whatever the case may be. And we're back. Um, this week, we have Steve Sketches. Woot. Ooh. Yes, Steve Sketches. Steve Sketches! I fucking sketch. You get the fucking deal. <laughs> um, Do the whole song, fucker. <laughs> here. You sing that every time? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Steve Sketches! The fucking Sketches! He's gonna put some sketches in your fucking face! Gotcha! It's a dark and muggy night in the sprawling metropolis of Indianapolis. And once more, the sounds of crime and debauchery rise into the night air. Juno Leary, local investigative reporter, is on the scent of a major breakthrough in a series of recent crimes. She has been tracking several break-ins at large scientific research firms in the area and is now outside of the laboratory she believes will be targeted next, along with her trusty cameraman, Monty. Do you think we'll get many lines? You? Definitely not. They stood quietly as June prepared to record her segment for the next morning's news program. Monty fiddled with some settings on the camera and adjusted the lighting before going back to adjust something else on the camera. Just as June was getting ready to ask if Monty was ready to roll, they heard a loud crash from the street behind them as a group of voices began to slowly rise in volume as they came closer to where the news team was set up. What's that, June? Drunk college students, probably, Monty. No big deal. Start rolling. Okay. We're hot. Oh, no. Absolutely not. I'm out of here. You assholes don't pay enough for this. Wait, where are you going? Hey, get back here, Monty. As June stood there shocked, she realized that the voices from earlier were getting even closer, and she began to look for a way out. As she scanned the area, she saw a construction zone that was shut down for the night, and within it, 
a large open tunnel leading towards what she assumed were the sewers. She dropped her microphone and began running for the sewer tunnel entrance. A gang of young 20s men and women came bursting out of the darkness from behind her, dressed similarly enough to be very obviously a street gang, and followed after her. As June progressed further and further into the sewer system, she became more and more disoriented by the darkness and the sheer sameness of her surroundings. Eventually, with the sounds of the gang getting ever closer, closer like the inexorable ticking of a clock, which has a string tied to it so that at the appropriate hour it will pull a small lever which releases a ball that travels upon a whimsical winding track made of unrelenting steel towards a precariously positioned piece of wood, which it will strike and push out of the way as a just big enough weight pulls another string, which is tied to a just large enough axe that cuts through one final cord and releases several white doves representing the tenuously precarious position world peace currently finds itself in. Does this have any relevance to the story? Beg your pardon? Oh. No, no. I, I, I suppose not. I do apologize. Quite unprofessional. Where was I? Ah, yes. <clears throat> With the sounds of the gang getting ever closer, June hit a dead end. Oh, no. What am I going to do now? Well, we ain't going dancing. I can tell you that much. June began to cower as the gang members slowly started to move in closer with malice and evil filling their eyes. June became so overwhelmed with fear and panic that she fainted, landing awkwardly on her shoulder which caused her head to smack violently into the wall behind her. Suddenly, the lights went out, and the sounds of fighting began to echo through the tunnels. June began to come to slightly and could just make out four large shadowy figures before succumbing to the darkness once more. We shouldn't have brought her here. Well, we couldn't just leave her there for those jerks to find when they woke up. Very true, Lawrence. Besides, I've been wanting to study these humans up close for quite some time now. All I want to know is, why we can't just go out there and kick some more gangbanger butt? Where am I? You're in our home. But miss, I have to warn you, we look... Holy sh**! Oh god, what are you? Lizards? Frogs? Turtles? Salamanders, lady! Samurai salamanders! Sit down, and we'll tell you the story. No, I will tell our guests the story of our origin. Yes, Sensei. What the? A capybara? Now I've seen everything. Have you ever seen an elephant fly? What? No. Then you haven't seen everything. Know it all. Please. Miss? O'Leary. June O'Leary. Miss O'Leary, please, have a seat. Once upon a time, there was a man named Mitsubishi, and he was a great and wise warrior. He was a member of the Toe Clan, a great samurai clan that traced its history all the way back to ancient feudal Japan. Mitsu was destined to become the leader of the dojo, but was betrayed by his closest friend, Hayon Dai. Hayon caused great shame for Mitsu and engineered his exile from Little Tokyo. Hayon then took the name of Slicer and took over the Toe Clan. With no money or family, Mitsu found refuge in the sewers of Indianapolis, and it was while living here that he stumbled upon four salamanders who had been covered in some sort of goo. Once he cleaned them off, he realized that they were becoming more human-like. It must be some sort of evolutionary ghoul, 
that causes the creature it touches to begin to take on the qualities of the last living object it touched. The last thing to touch the salamanders was me, a human. At that very moment, his body began to warp and change as well, but not into a salamander. For while the most recent animate object to the salamanders had been Mitsubishi, the most recent living object to touch him was a capybara that had escaped into the sewers no less than 12 minutes earlier from the local zoo and brushed his hand as he monologued. So that means... Yes, Mitsubishi is me! I adopted the salamanders and trained them in the art of the samurai, naming them after my favorite renaissance comedians, Jeffrey, a master of the katana and born leader. If you ever scuttled about searching for nightcrawlers to eat, you might be a salamander. William, a master of the katana and world-class inventor and technician. I was walking in the park the other day and a guy said to me, are you some kind of lizard? I said to him, nah, I'm a chicken in a costume. Here's your sign that says you ask dumb questions. Ronald, master of the katana and stereotypical tough guy character. Hard exterior, but soft and ultimately caring on the inside. I drink whiskey. Oh, um, a potato salad or something. Finally, we have Lawrence. He is a master of the katana and is the fun-loving goofball who just wants to be taken seriously. So they arrested my grandmother for allegedly attempting to steal a duck cow and some stink bank get her finished. Together, they form the middle-aged, highly evolved samurai salamanders. Oh, e enough. This is complete horseshit. This is an absolute ripoff of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There hasn't been one original idea in this entire pitch so far. I protest. Juno Leary is completely original. Fine. One damn thing, then. Let's talk about some of your character names, then, shall we? Uh, that seems hardly necessary. Oh, I insist. How about we start with the alien race, masterminding the invasion of Earth, the Brang. Very clever turn of phrase, if you ask me. How about Slicer's first highly evolved soldiers, then? Scat sounds and Motown groove? I'm a huge fan of musical history. How about Salamander's streetwise, lacrosse-obsessed, rough-and-tough ally, Jay-Z Cones? Oh, that's super fresh, yo. It did really well in our test screenings, and it seemed to resonate with the hip-hop community as a whole. Basil Stockboy? Scaly Head? Metallic Cabeza! 14 to 23 demographic. Everyone loves a talking French crocodile. Gotta snag the Latin market, bro. Yo, Jimbo! Bless you. Yo, Jimbo is the name of the Samurai Rabbit in TMNT. You didn't even try to change the name. It is literal theft. Yo, Jimbo, you've obviously never been a bro. Yo, Jimbo is the Japanese Smith. Mr. Lozado, I cannot recommend highly enough that you throw this man out of here immediately. Barring that... I wouldn't touch this project with an orangutan's dick. Agreed. It's unoriginal, boring, and could very likely bring with it litigation. 
I'll give them 13 episodes. Bad, we're back. That was so awesome. You guys enjoyed it. You loved it. Yes, Woo! I like salamanders. They're funny. I like the they jokes they tell. They were pretty I, good. I thought I saw some of those salamanders on stage on TV once. Matt, no joke. I kept slipping into that voice. Earlier today. Oh, my <laughs> God. It was so funny. Here's your sign. <laughs> Here's your sign that says you say stupid things. Uh, okay. We are headed to Sheboygan. Yes. Sheboygan Scanner, boys. Something like that. You got anything? Sheboygan Scanner is a segment where we go onto the Twitter and I read off Twitters from the Sheboygan Police Scanner twitter feed there's a lot of twittering going on lots of twitters uh, all the twitters Every twitter. all of the twittering Bunch of all right uh sheboygan scanner at west 35 primrose lane primrose. that's the fancy place man that's where like, that caldy sack is yeah. deaf male creating disturbance and refuses to leave he can't hear his own disturbance he doesn't know what the fuck's I going was gonna on say, what he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't even know he's doing it guys it's not his fault did they ask him to leave right <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't leave and now they're mad <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking assholes <laughs> fucking dicks <laughs> why are people such assholes <laughs> poor boys poor deaf guy <laughs> get out <laughs> what? <laughs> Sheboygan Scanner. What are you doing? <laughs> At Glen Road and Sugarbush Road. Oh, man. I haven't had Sugarbush. a Sugarbush. Oh, sorry. Let so me try long. that again. Sugarbush. At the corner of Glen Road and Sugarbush Road. Yeah, sure. Oh, that's much better. Yeah. yeah. I like the corner. They're sweeter. Accident involving a semi. And a deaf man. Jesus. <laughs> no, this wasn't an update. A semi. It was yeah. quite disturbing. Update. The accident involved two vehicles versus a tire, and one of them is on fire. Jesus Christ, how what strong the, was that tire? Was say, what the fuck? Who's picking a fight with a tire in the middle of the road, first of all? And the wrong car, of, semi, I'll tell you And what. second of all, how'd that, how'd that tire catch them on fire? What was that tire using? Two was vehicles cheating. and a tire? Yeah. Fuck. Two vehicles versus tire is what it says. <laughs> one tire. Whoa. Did somebody one on fire. Was the tire at least so on fire? The tire's winning right now. Yes, the tire has officially won. If you took out one vehicle as a tire, you've already won. Let alone two and starting one of them on fire. Can you imagine being yeah, well, taken exactly. out? Exactly. How's that? You took out one and the other's on fire. I am not fucking with those tires in Sheboygan, right? Could you imagine being taken Fucking roll down the tire fire fucking mountain and shit. It probably just came down the tire fire, man. If I just rolled the right to fuck down. Fucking angry. A ghost possessed it and it just like decided to attack some people. The Beelzemus has taken over the tire. Yes. Hey, yo. Fuck you. <laughs> Sheboygan Scanner. This goes under the category of fucking duh. Okay. That's what they tweeted? Are they about, are the At the urgent care. Uh huh. 
Woman in 60s with COVID is having trouble breathing. No shit. Oh. I mean. You don't say. Why, eh? are, they, why are they even bothering tweeting that she's already at the hospital? Wait, they don't yeah, do why it. are they why? calling me yeah, what 911? The fuck, man? Like, if she's at the hospital. Come on, come on. Again, again, somebody called the police to say there's a woman in urgent care. There's a Correct. lady in urgent care that has COVID. Quick, bring the cops. <laughs> I can't breathe. I've got COVID. Please, please get her out of here. I got to get my husband. He was just in a terrible car versus tire accident. (laughs) (laughs) And the tire won again. That tire is still at large. (laughs) Sheboygan Scunner. At 7.54 p.m. At the at 6 Bell Avenue. Holy shit, dude. That's like in five minutes, ten minutes from now. Oh, shit. We know the future. What happens? What happens in the future? A neighbor's fire is filling the caller's house with smoke. Okay. It's the tire. <laughs> <laughs> it's on fire and it broke into someone's home. And the neighbor's just a dick neighbor. He's just like, fuck this shit. I'm funneling me, all the sir. smoke. Excuse me, sir. Call the fire department. Right. <laughs> Uh, this tire broke into my house and just started lighting it on fire. <laughs> Sheboygan Scunner at the International Toyota. Oh, shit. That's where the tires were born. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Man tripped and injured his shoulder. Wait a minute. What this was it over? A, it's, a, it's a reverse timeline, guys. What did he trip over? <laughs> this place, this whole place, man. It, it was like on, on like some like ancient fucking like ancient tire burial ground. Yes. And and what happened, man, is every Toyota that gets sold here, there has a chance that one of them's like the anti-tire. There's a one in four chance that tire. one of the tires will come back to life. Yes. And just cause like fucking rampages and, and shit. Destroy everything. It all makes sense. This is where it started. This guy fell. His knee, he skinned his fucking knee. The blood went down into the patient, crack. Patient zero. Yep, and that's what actually fed the original tire. Yep. Oh, shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Gave it its blood bust. <laughs> he skinned his knee and shit. Wow, that's intense, man. Right. Sheboygan Scanner Boys at 231 Michigan Avenue. Boom. Swimmer in distress 200 yards out. Has been trying to get onto a raft for 30 minutes. And you've just been sitting there watching, laughing at that motherfucker, yeah. not bothering trying to help. I was going to say, like, eh, not my problem. How long? I'll call 911. How long? For I want to know they were standing there. Let's see. Before a they minimum come. of 30 minutes. How long have been there? Right. I don't know. I just got through now. They, I, I mean, well, no, how long have we been out there? 20 minutes now, on top of this call. I mean, they, yeah, it was hard. No, he's been trying to get on the raft for 30 minutes, but he's been out there how long? It doesn't say. He's oh, just, just in distress. Yards. Yeah, he's just 200 yards out still. No, what well, you don't understand. So in 30 is, minutes, yeah, you have a minute. Right. Well, you don't understand. It took them that long to get the call through because the lines were tied <laughs> up because of the tire were going on a rampage in town. <laughs> it is tough to get anything done when those tires are on a rampage. Yeah. Flooded the but lines. I can see sitting there watching this fool trying to get on the raft for 30 minutes and just be like, dude, he ain't going to make it. We got to call somebody. <laughs> After 30 minutes. I'm not, I'm of right. floundering. <laughs> yeah. 
Do Somebody you, should help do him. Do you think he's going to yeah. drown? Like the ramp is right there. Just lift your just leg up. Jesus, Get dude. on it, dude. I can't help everybody. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't be everybody's savior, all right, even, man? Even if he couldn't climb up into the raft, if at any point it looked like he was getting tired, he could have just stopped and just hung on to the raft and floated <laughs> there and been fine until right. he got his energy back and then tried again. Just use yeah. the raft like That's you use right. one of those paddle boards. Right, yeah, exactly. Just get Stop to trying to get on the raft. Just... Push hold it. on to it. Yeah, well, hold on to it. Just yeah, kick. Just, just, remember when you learned how to swim and they give you those little kickboard oh, things? God, why yeah. you got to be so stupid and tie up the line while there's so many innocent you know lives what? being terrorized you know by a tire you know in town? <laughs> Fuck this guy. This is why we're taking so long to call This people. guy is the <laughs> reason why this tire is getting away so with so much bad shit right now. There's four cops on the edge of the lake just like, come on, Billy, you can do it. They're linking their arms together. If only he had a tire to grab onto instead of a raft. <laughs> Unfortunately, that one's on fire, man. We know what happens when water and fire connect. Yeah, and we don't know well, how the water. Tire wasn't on fire. Yeah, that's true. The tire was not on fire. The tire was setting the fires. It was the one the starting fires. Oh shit! And water is not flammable unless there is oil on top of it. And where is this at? Oh, it's your boy again. Sheboygan. It's so there's literally the name of the segment we just We were on Michigan Avenue. Yeah, I don't know much about Michigan Avenue. There's like a lake in the middle of the city, apparently. I don't know. Well, it's literally on the edge of Michigan, Lake Michigan. Yeah, I know. So you know they just sort of live in the lake. Half their tires died in the lake. Oh shit! And they came in the great in the in the Great Lake. Fuck, disaster dude. like fucking jason Voorhees. maybe he isn't having a hard time getting on that raft maybe something's pulling him in the tires are holding the him tires down oh shit oh my god dude it's the tire the underwater oh, tire graveyard sense. is grabbing him it's getting real around oh. here man do a seance <laughs> what do a seance man doesn't that help you guys write the script for this movie by the way yeah get to get to the writing you two what? Who's I can't do it or I'll black out. I can't, I, I can't write words. I can't even spell words. I can't read the fucking words you wrote. That's not true. You used to write for a living. Yeah, I used to. I don't do that shit no more. My hand shakes too much. I can't, I can't write. spell no more. I can't speak and spell no more. Coming this summer, evil is on a roll. <laughs> the, only, the only thing my mouth is good for now, I can't even do on the internet anymore. No one is safe. Well done. That's the last Sheboygan for the night. Uh, that means it's the end of the show, oh, which man. is sad. Very sad. Um, so, for the Mr. BS Show, this is Matt. This is Steve. This is Augie. This is Fez. Have a wonderful everything. Later, guys. Bye-bye.
was on a roll with fantastic. So good. <laughs> Fuck. Coming this summer, <laughs> evil is on a roll. So good. Your tires screeching. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll I'll put it in post. It's cool. Oh my god! I want to see this movie. Cheesy as fuck. I think we could do it for like sixteen thousand dollars, guys. I got a fuck ton of tires in the garage that nobody's using. Yeah, dude's rolling down the street and filming. You better burn rubber out of town. It's coming for you. I got some lighter fluid and some matches. We got everything we need. Yeah. Burning rubber. He's got well to like lose It'll his family. It'll chase you too. You're a tired. <laughs> the tire's got to like lose his family or wife or a child or something. There's got to be a revenge. Of course. Plan. There's got to be something. Is that the title? Burning Rubber? Burning Rubber. Perfect. Burning That's the perfect movie title for it. <laughs> Setting fires all over. <laughs> yeah. Tire hellfire. No, burning rubber works. Burning, burning rubber's rubber. perfect. Burning rubber man. works better, yeah. It really is. Like, from the tire fire. But evil is on the... a roll is a definite tagline. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to write this. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Just, just as a, just as a, like, a preview. We'll just write the preview. Just, oh, yeah. Does someone make a poster for it? Do you smell that? It smells like, it smells like burning rubber. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> window crashes. It's a Toyota dealership that, that goes right through the window. <laughs> That's where it all starts. Yeah, dude. Yep. So it's a moose thing. So some guy trips. He skins his knee. The blood goes down into a crack. It enables the fucking demonic seal from Beelzemus that he sat there like centuries ago and forgot about, which in turn possesses the tire. <laughs> what's, a, what's, a, what's a regular tire gauge? Uh, 24 or... Uh, hold on. 32. But then you pop up the, the tweet like as the story progresses <laughs> in the preview. Yeah. Like the the guy falls at the Toyota dealership, trips and falls, and then the There's, tire versus the two cars uh, throw that yes. tweet up there, it and could, then the scene. It could be like a it could be a, a, a like like you know an actual like uh, thriller like you know based on actual events. Yeah, like there's markings on the body. What is it? Thirty two gauge. <laughs> <laughs> All weather. <laughs> Snow tire. Chains. The Bridgestone Terrazana Quiet Track. The best overall tire for your Toyota. <laughs> Load index rating of 93. Tire aspect radio of 50. Speed rating of Victor. This is what you want. <laughs> I've seen bodies get run over by cars before, but nothing like this. It was wearing chains. <laughs> Burning rubber. Evil is on a roll. You gotta Coming do a, this summer. The, the sequel later after the chain thing. You do not only get studs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's upgraded. <laughs> Eat my dust. He goes to Colorado and he's got to get the studs in him. That'd be fucking cool. <laughs> Going off. Well, he goes to Colorado. He gets studs in because now he's trying to live his life. He's trying to discover himself. <laughs> yes. Gets a shitload of piercings. Throws the chains away and gets studs. I like it. <laughs> yes. Everything was going up for him till he got the boot. <laughs> oh, shit. oh fuck, well man. Done. This sketch has got so much traction, it's ridiculous. Oh my god. Nah. Hey, come on, guys, let's keep these rims spinning. Uh, okay. Uh, for real. <laughs> 
And you're cut off. Damn it. Yeah, please. Make me stop. <laughs> Too much pressure? All right. Too much and fun. scene. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. <laughs>